welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So with this episode, we have a guest for this week, which I'm really excited. One of my friends, Allison Alderman, is the owner of her brand new bridal boutique store in Suffolk, Virginia called Virginia's Daughter. So this episode is going to be a really exciting one. And it's kind of her story of all about being her own business owner and having her own bridal boutique. So if you're interested in wanting to set up your own storefront or business, I think you're going to really like this episode as she's unapologetically owning her own bridal boutique. And I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. She had a lot of great information that she shared in this episode. So with that, why don't we go ahead and get into the interview and I hope you learn a lot of cool things. Hi, Allison. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to have you on Shamelessly Unapologetic. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. I wanted to thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to get to learn a little bit more about your story, about how you unapologetically became your own business owner and getting to learn more about your story in hopes that it can also help anyone else that is an um, aspiring entrepreneur. Yep, that's why I'm here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So um, just to let my audience know, um, so Allison is one of my sorority sisters. And so she and I go a couple years back, I should say, I can't believe it's been almost like seven years since I've graduated from college, which is (laughs) really crazy. I feel super old. I think I was like maybe 22 or 21 when I met you. And now I'm going to be 30 Mm -hmm. at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Weird. (laughs) But yeah, so Allison is here today. I'm so excited for you guys to learn more about her story. So Allison, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself really quick? Okay, well, I'm Allison and I am 26 years old and I live in Virginia. Um, I graduated from ODU, where Alana also graduated from. And I graduated with a fashion merchandising degree. I knew I wanted to do something in the world of uh styling like I had original dreams of like going to New York or LA and becoming like either a stylist for a magazine or a stylist for a celebrity um but then when I met my husband in Virginia Norfolk Virginia that he's military and so now I'm kind of stuck wherever he takes me Mm -hmm. um and so that's not New York or LA And at the moment, we are pretty set on staying here. And we've gotten really lucky with the military keeping us here. So when when I graduated college, I actually worked at a bridal salon. And working there, I just knew that, like, that's what I wanted to do with my life, being there for the brides during, like, one of their happiest moments, like, just brings so much good adrenaline. And I just knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. And so... It's been like five years for me since I graduated college. And now finally, I'm starting to get things going. And my dream is coming true. We're opening up our my bridal shop on the 21st of this month. That's so exciting. So you mentioned yeah. you studied fashion merchandising um, in college. What mm-hmm. was it about the fashion industry that was appealing to you? So I love art. And ever since I can remember, I was always drawing and painting. Eventually, I started watching the show like Project Runway, American Next Top Model. And I realized like fashion was really where it was at for me. So I started drawing models and then creating outfits for them. 
And then I actually even had done a ton of bridal gowns too, without really knowing that's where I was headed. Um, and then I kept that up really probably since I was like, you know, five, <laughs> since I was holding crayons, I was drawing and that's how it all, like I knew fashion was like where it was at for me. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. then you mentioned your first job after college was working at a, a at a bridal store, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Because it sounds like that's kind of what made you want to start your business, correct? Yeah. So um, that company is actually no longer up and running. So um, when I got in, things were going really good with the company. Um, just working one-on-one with brides and happy brides in particularly. Um, and their families was just awesome. Um, I got really close to some of them during their appointments, so much so that I had been invited to weddings afterwards. I'm actually still friends with a couple of them, one in particular. We both have sons around the same age now, so we're really close. And I just, like, it was just happy. Like, I would come home every day and just be happy and giddy and excited and wanting to go back. So that's probably a good sign to, like, what you should do with your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. I I, I definitely agree. I, there is something that I absolutely love going into a bridal store. So I've been a bridesmaid in two weddings. And there is something just so like happy and cheerful when you go into bridal stores. They're just so excited for you to come in and to try on a dress, whether it's a bridal dress or a bridesmaid dress or yeah. whatever you need for a wedding. And that vibe and that energy, it's just so warming. So I can totally see why that you ended up loving it so much because I I always enjoy going into those stores when I have to. Mm -hmm. It's a happy place. It's a happy time. So like, (laughs) of course, it's a happy job. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about your entrepreneurial mindset. So I know you've kind of always had an entrepreneurial approach. I remember you like started an Etsy shop a while back yeah. was, do you think that was kind of like the birth of what made you want to start a business before you got into the bridal stuff? Um, just kind of walk me through what made you want to kind of be your own boss at first. Yeah, I think that was becoming my own boss became a dream of mine when I started having bosses and realizing that maybe not that I don't take direction. Well, I just like feel like sometimes I can just do it a little bit better. Um, sure. and so I was like okay I'll listen to you for now but you just wait and see what I do later and uh, now look at me I started the Etsy shop and I was making garden flags and I actually had lots of sales there it just the only reason I stopped was because I was having too many sales and not enough time so um, I definitely liked doing that and so now that I have time I'm going to do really what I like which is bridal awesome So Mm -hmm. I guess now we can transition into that. So it's really crazy how this has all been happening and you're about to open. You've gotten a lot of marketing out out of the way. How long did this process take for you? Like, what was the first thing that you had to do to get this up and running or to even start launching at all? Yeah, this is crazy. I um, worked a full-time job all the way up till January and actually I was there probably till like March but anyway in January I had went back to work from maternity leave I just had my son Archer in October and I went back to work in January and I was just not 
loving the hours and the time away from my son. And it was just really hard. And I did love that job, um, but not as much as my baby. So I ended up leaving there. And then one day in February, my mother-in-law called me and told me that she had actually sold some real estate and that she had kind of like extra money laying aside and that she what she wanted to invest in my business um, plan. And I had already written it because I knew what I would want to do. So I presented her with my business plan and she said, yep, like this is where I want my money to go. Um, and literally that was probably only like four months ago. So we have started this up so fast. That is insane within four yeah. months. So yeah. is your mother-in-law um, the business partner that you mentioned to me when I had reached out to you originally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she actually owns quite a few businesses. So she really knows how to get them up and running. So she's been so helpful with that. I'm more of the like fashion side, the retail side. She's more of the business and finances side. So she's really been helping me with that um, and helping me make sure I get certain things done like insurance, business licenses, all that kind of stuff. Because without her, I would have missed so much. Yeah. Wow. That sounds incredible. I know not everyone, I guess, has the luck that you have where you knew somebody who was ready to invest in your business. But what would you say to anyone who is looking to set up their own store? What would you say is the best way for someone to get their own business partner? Um, So, I mean, there's investors everywhere. The first place to start is writing your business plan. Because if an investor approaches you, you need to have that ready if you want their money. Yeah. (laughs) So definitely starting a business plan and just adding to it. Spend like lots of time on it. I actually wrote that business plan during quarantine. So back in the beginning of 2020, when everything shut down, that's what I did. I did that for like two months, just worked on the business plan, hoping that something would come up and I would need it. And luckily I did. Yeah. And I think it's probably smart that you did that a year in advance, just because I feel like to just even start it, like how you want to run a business, what's going to go into this? that's going to take a lot of time. What was that process like in terms of writing a business plan? Like, what does that look like exactly? There's lots of different websites. I think the one I use is called Live Plan. And it is what you have to pay for it, but it was definitely worth it. It's basically like a fill in the blank type of thing so that you can get through all your thoughts, but you're not missing anything big. And it's really long and it's extensive. If you're going to do it, you have to like do it. And it, that's probably why they have you pay for it too, because it it's a lot, but it gets your point across. And I actually already had a plan, like a draft plan before that one. And it was from ODU. One of the, or like my senior project from ODU was uh, writing up a business plan. And that was also my plan there at ODU. So I kind of used that as like a draft for the real one. So that was actually really helpful. That's awesome. Well, Mm -hmm. good for you. So you mentioned that you handle the fashion side of stuff, the creative portion of that. Could you elaborate a little bit more of what you mean by that and what your responsibilities are in terms of all of that? Yeah. So we actually got a brand new space um, 
there's not ever been a retail shop in it before. There was literally uh, gravel on the floor in there when we first bought it. So I went through and got to pick out the paint colors, the couches, the flooring, everything. So like all the interior design. And then I also picked out all the merchandise that we're now selling on the sales floor. So I have, I own over a hundred wedding gowns at the moment. So I'm really crossing my fingers that this works out because I don't know what I'm going to do with those if uh, it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got to buy all the wedding gowns, the jewelry, veils, pick all that out by myself and get it into the shop and have it set up the way I wanted it to. So in terms of the inventory that you have, is that mm-hmm basically funded from the investors or is it another way that you get your inventory? Like, how does that work? Yeah, that is funded through the investors. Um, Another really good tip though, would definitely be to come to the investors with an investment of your own. So maybe a couple thousand dollars, maybe more like 10, $20,000 of your own to go on top of what the investor is giving shows them that you really like, you know, mean business. And you're willing to put that money in yourself as well. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And what are some of the brands that you're carrying now or you're about to carry? Yeah. So we carry um, Moonlight Bridal, Waters Bridal, um, Maury Lee, and Rebecca Ingram, which is a branch under Maggie Sapiro. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And so if I recall, the name of your business, it's called Virginia Daughters, correct? Yep. Virginia's Daughter. How did you come up with that name? Okay, so my mom's name is Virginia. Okay. And her daughter. Yep. Oh, that's so cute. See, I thought yep. it maybe had to do with the fact that it was just located in Virginia, but yeah. So I guess that works too. A double meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, we're also going to be serving the daughters of Virginia. So, it's a double meaning. Yes, I am Virginia's daughter, but we'll also be serving the daughters of Virginia. Awesome. And what is like your mission for Virginia's Daughters? I'm curious to know what makes your bridal shop unique compared to other bridal stores in Virginia. Um, Well, bridal shops in general are, like we said, just a happy, awesome place. And I don't have bad things to say about any other bridal shop. Basically, the mission is to help the bride find her gown and respect her budget, her size, her opinions the whole time. Um, but what makes us different is basically our location. We're located in a small town uh, about an hour away from the beach. And most of the other bridal shops are all at the beach. So we're kind of serving like those brides that don't want to take that trip all the way over there. Okay, that's funny. That yeah. was actually going to be the next thing that I was going to ask you. What made you choose a really small city for yeah. a bridal shop? But I guess now we know why. That makes sense. Yep. We're up and coming. North Suffolk is like really starting to like fill in with um, tons of homes and uh, shopping centers like the one we're opening in. Okay. So the fact that you're opening very soon, what have you been doing to market your business? And I guess what has been the process like to prep for the grand opening? Yeah. So social media is literally the best thing ever. It's free marketing. Um, sure, yeah. But it's really just about um, keeping up with it, honestly. And we do have a grand opening event going on. It's a private event on the 19th, and we've invited all the local TV and radio stations to it so that um, hopefully they'll put us on their air and get us out that way too. 
That's awesome. So you've been using a lot of social media to promote what have you gotten like any help in terms of promoting it or have you just kind of been, I guess, promoting it to the following that you already have on social media? Um, yeah, so I've been doing it myself and it really did just start with the first followers being my friends and family, but my friends and family are great and have been sharing like everything I post. So that's really like reached out and gotten more people. I've also hired five stylists to work at the store and they've also been instructed to please share all the posts so I really do think that that's helped as well because they're local and know a lot of the local people that's great I'm so happy that you've been able to hire stylists on top of Mm -hmm. this and that way you're not doing everything on your own I especially the fact that you have a newborn I -hmm. could not Mm -hmm. I would I would feel so overwhelmed (laughs) yeah (laughs) And my husband's not here. He's on deployment. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's even more challenging. What would you say has been the biggest challenge of this whole process in terms of just getting a business up and running from scratch all the way to what's about to be grand opening? Um, I feel like I'm lucky and there hasn't been anything big yet. There's of course like lots of small bumps in the road that we keep hitting like, Oh my gosh, we forgot to do that. We forgot to submit this and like, you know, time crunches. Um, but luckily I haven't had anything big happen yet and we're coming really close. So we better not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you mentioned that your husband's deployed right now and you have a baby, I guess I'm kind of curious to know how are you balancing, I guess, being a, a new mom with, a husband who's not present on top of running a store. How has that been for you? And like, what have you been doing for that? Yeah, luckily, both um, my parents and my husband's parents are local. So they've been very helpful. Uh, We also have daycare. So he goes there mostly during the week. But I really, really believe in recharge time. And when I'm home, I'm not on my phone. I'm hanging out with him, the baby. And I just think that's so important uh, to, to like spend time with him when I'm home and not work at or not focus at work. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you said that. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially who are entrepreneurs, they sometimes forget how to establish healthy boundaries and they don't know how to set work aside. They feel like they always have to be hustling and working I just think like, you know, the hustle culture is so toxic. I, Mm -hmm. I'm, I really admire that a lot. I think that's really important that you're able to just put that work aside, even as someone who owns a whole storefront and still be a mom at the same time. I I really Mm -hmm. applaud you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Of course. And it sounds like your family has been really supportive since. Um, how was your, hu- what did your husband first think about it when you wanted to start? Like, how has he been um, since you opened it up and everything? So we were actually going to try and surprise him and just have him come home and be like, hey, you want to go see this new place that opened uh, up down the road? And then just like have him walk in and be like, it's the bridal shop. But that didn't work out because of social media. Um, we obviously had to share the news with other people. So we had, he found out, (laughs) but yeah, it was supposed to be a surprise and he is just so excited. He asked me about it 
all the time, especially now that we're getting closer. He's just like, what's going on now? What are you doing now? Who are you training now? He's And he's just so proud. Every time he says he's proud, I'm like, ah, I miss you. <laughs> Aww. Where is he deployed right now? I don't know. They won't tell me those things. Yeah, I know. They're yeah. so top secret in the military. Yeah. Oh, I know. That has to be so hard. Yeah. When does he come home? Hopefully next month. Fingers crossed. Oh, my gosh. So soon. You're almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there. (laughs) So with the opening coming up, I'm curious to know what can guests expect for the Virginia Daughter experience once they make an appointment? So our first 50 brides are actually going to be getting 10% off of their gown and um, entered into a raffle that includes um, a bridal basket with a value up to $500. And then let's see, they get the 10% off the basket and then just an amazing experience with us. We we think say like when, you know, the show say yes to the dress. Yes, of course. Yeah. So I think everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> and it is really hard to say to not say, are you saying yes to this dress when a bride's about to commit? But we're going to try and say, are you ready to pop the top and then have champagne there for the family and the bride? Oh, that's so cute. I like that. Are you ready to pop the top? Yeah. That is that is adorable. I approve of that so much. (laughs) So what will that still I'm guessing that will still be part of the experience after the grand opening. But I guess once you're past like the 50 bride special, Mm -hmm. is there anything else that people should know when they come in? Um, no, I mean, we might have a couple of sales um, every once in a while around some holidays, but they just need to know that it is a very intimate setting we have really pretty music playing in the background and it's just going to be fun relaxed and emotional but in a good way I love it I love it this makes me want to get married already (laughs) yeah I feel like picking out a dress is probably the most exciting part about getting married and then you have your whole entourage there who is there to like see you try on all the dresses and give their opinions to make sure that you look amazing on your special day. Yeah. Awesome. So I have only just a couple more questions left, but um, okay. what entrepreneurial um, tricks have you kind of discovered that keep you focused and productive in your day-to-day busy schedule? What kind of tips did you say? Entrepreneurial tricks. Tricks. Hmm. I mean, Biggest one is what I had already said about leaving work at work and coming home to home. I think that's just so important. And then hiring the right team. Most of my team, I did hire younger than me just so that because I'm still so young that they take me seriously as their leader. So the age range of my stylists are 17 to 23, I believe, and I'm 26. So I'm slightly older. I'm their friend boss but maybe boss friend, I should say. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I work at a startup. Our company's CEO is only a few months older than I am. And oh, then okay. there are managers in my company that I'm older. 
then. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not my manager. So my boss is probably like in her mid thirties and I'm about to turn 30. So I wouldn't feel too stressed out about that. I mean, you yeah. know, it's your business, you own the place. So I feel like they're going to respect you because I, you gave him a job, a really cool job. And then mm-hmm. B, you've put so much work into this. You do know what you're doing. You do have the background for it. So I wouldn't feel too bad about that. What was like that? How was it um, hiring people? Was that like the first time you ever had to do that? Um, no, at the previous job, I was the store manager for um, Abercrombie & Fitch and the Hollister brand. Okay. Um, and through there, I hired tons of people. So I that that job gave me lots of experience doing oh, that yeah. and just being a boss. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, that makes much more sense. I think that yeah. management job probably really helped you out then. So that's great. Okay, cool. And then I guess the last question that I have for you, which is going to be the most cliche question that a lot of people ask entrepreneurs, but what is the biggest piece of advice you could give to someone who wants to open up their storefront and business? You have to know what you want to do. And you can't change your mind. Like you really have to find out what your dream is and do it. Because if it's something that you think sounds cool, but it's not really your dream, then you're not going to love it and you're not going to do it well. You you really have to find your calling in life and then follow that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. Like I said earlier, you have to love what you do. Otherwise, you're going to hate your life. I feel like we've mm-hmm. all been in a job where we think we're going to love it. And then once we're several months in, we dread going to work. And if mm-hmm. you dread going to work, then you're going to hate yourself and you're going to realize or maybe not realize until it's too late that this is not the right path for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that answer might sound a little cliche too, but it's so true. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that is a great thing that people can take away from that. I really loved hearing this whole process and like kind of what it takes to kind of get started. I really hope that those who are listening out there can feel a little bit more confident about certain steps that you guys can take to open up your storefront, to run your own business, whether it's a bridal store or something else that you want to open up a storefront for. I hope that you got a lot of good, valuable information from it. And fun fact, Allison, I would say 31% of the 91% of my U.S. listeners, the other 9% are all international, are based in Virginia. And oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so 31 of 91%, I, I can't do the math in my head, but I know the analytics. I get the analytics for my podcast, for my podcasting host, Anchor. And so I really hope that a lot of people in Virginia will be coming your way to hopefully get a wedding dress or a bride's. I don't know if you're carrying bridesmaids dresses or is it just wedding dresses right now? Yeah, not at the moment. Uh, We can order bridesmaid dresses, um, but we just don't have room for them in the store. That's totally fair. Yeah. And maybe it's something for the future that you could do later on. But yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's a little fun fact. And then North Carolina is one of my top five states as well. Thought I'd like throw that little fun fact out there. And then California is my number two, which probably 
wouldn't be as beneficial, but you never know. I mean, I'm on the West coast. And if one day I want to get married, honestly, I probably will get my dress in Virginia because a lot of my family and friends are still back in Virginia. So that's probably what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, I have a seven year lease, so I hope (laughs) to see you. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I hope to see you there too. Also, Allison, if people want to check out Virginia Daughter, where can they go to um, find it out online or on social media? Yeah. I mean, on Facebook, if you just search Virginia's Daughter Bridal Boutique, it'll come up. And then online, it's um, vadaughter.com. And then on Instagram, it's va underscore daughter. Awesome. And I will have all of those links in the show notes down below so you can check them out. But Allison, it was such a pleasure having you on the show. I really enjoyed getting to learn a lot more about your story and how you got started. It's all been very inspirational. And I really hope that my listeners will also take a lot of valuable um, information from it so they can get started as well. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And guys, if you're ever interested in sharing your shameless, unapologetic experiences with me, feel free to email the podcast at shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at shamelessly unapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.